a lot of education and the truth out there about what really goes on with money. There's billions right now flying through the air in this room that's being traded everywhere, all over. It's just, it's here. It's a matter of, do I feel worthy enough to have some of that for myself and then some profit so that I could maybe have the safety and security that I'm here to provide for myself? I'm not going to end up at six and five and not be able to retire because I got, I'm worried about somebody else's money, what they think about money or what I, like, it just doesn't line for me anymore. Money is everything and mindset is everything. After being a mom at the age of 17 and started her entrepreneurship journey when she was 40 years old, now she is the CEO and founder of Pamela Dale's International Inc. We talk about her struggles to find her self-identity and self-worthiness and what she did to overcome those struggles and build a successful business. This is her CEO Journey podcast, and I am your host, Christina Shahli, cashflow consultant and CFO, partnering with six and seven figures entrepreneurs. Let's find out Pamela Dale's CEO Journey. I really want you to share with the audience, tell us the start of your journey in this online world. Oh, the start. Isn't that interesting? I don't know if I can pinpoint it to being just one place, but I do know that I had from a very early age, a burning desire to grow and experience the things that I thought life was really all about. I came from a place that was a little bit more difficult than some maybe, or maybe not. And it wasn't it wasn't joy filled. It wasn't happy. It wasn't, it was just a survival thing that was always going on and just trying to escape and stay safe. And I thought, you know what? I wonder if there's more for me than that. I wonder if the world is different than that. So I went on a hunt for that most of my life. And it's what drives me every day is to continue to keep growing and finding what is it that's um, out there and available for each and every one of us. And that's, where it starts. And then I got pregnant at 17. So I put that on hold. (laughs) So when my son, they were 22, and then I had another amazing child. And when I was 40, I was like, okay, well, maybe now I could start to think about me and what I might want to do. Because I thought that was my duty was to push me aside and do that. Um, I don't agree with that today. But that was the decision that I made at that time. And I started just digging in and thinking, I've always wanted a business, but I didn't know what it was or where to go. So I started just talking to people because I love to talk to people. That's all I knew I was good at, but I disregarded it as a skill. So I just started interviewing people and slowly became a coach and then, you know, just struggled and got into the tech side and just keep, I could just go on forever. But it was really that real, I understand it now to be one of my top values, which is growth and learning. So that's why that kind of has always been there. And then a business is the great place to do that, right? (laughs) Just to get into growth and learning, like growing pains are always so. Okay. So I know that you, you started with a digital marketing agency. That was your first business, was it? Is that how you get started? Coaching was first. Oh, coaching was first. Yes. So the the real business where I got serious about business was about a year and a half ago. 
But before that, I was thinking that I could just help people and not help myself. Like I didn't understand that it was okay to make money. I didn't understand that I needed to have some structures in place. And I love, I know, I can see your eyebrows furrowing. And I love that because it's perfect. If anybody's watching this, that's the number one mistake that I ever made was not talking to a CFO and not getting serious about putting a business plan in place and looking at the numbers. All I did was spend money. I didn't make any money because I didn't understand it. And it's been a long journey. And just now the accountants and bookkeepers and, you know, all of that is in place. But I didn't before. It was, um, I struggled. I really struggled. It was more just about, can I just make a couple hundred dollars a month so we can get through the next month? Can I just keep, and I was playing around for a while. I didn't understand, Christina, how scared I was. I didn't understand how frightened I was to actually stand up and stand out and speak up. And I didn't understand who I was or what I was here to do. And I didn't give myself permission to be what was burning on the inside because I thought that that was wrong. So that journey took a while for me to figure out. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I, I actually, I'll tell you the story how I kind of dinged on me. For me was, I was in a mastermind with a bunch of women. There was a nurse, a hypnotist, a tutor, a web designer, a baker, um, all these amazing women that had all these skills, right? And I was sitting at the table and I was like, hmm, okay, I can do all of those, <laughs> right? Because like, I'm one of those people because I love to learn, right? I'm like, okay, I can do all of those. Hmm, I don't want to. <laughs> but I don't know what I want to do either, Right? So they had filled up this piece of paper and they said, write out all these skills that you have. And, and I, I don't know why it must've been God, right? Or the universe. I wrote down, I like to talk to people on the phone because most of my jobs have been on the phone because I love to just talk to people and I'm really good at it. Calming down crazy people. And I wrote, I wrote that down and <laughs> we went around the room. And when I said the one that I did, everybody else just about threw up. And I remember being stunned, like, why don't you like to talk on the phone? What's, like, doesn't everybody? And it was the first time I started to understand that maybe I'm, I'm different. Or maybe I'm, I got this thing in me that's different. I didn't at that time say it was okay still, but it started to dawn on me that maybe I do have gifts and skills and talents that I just don't know what to do with them yet. So... I continued on that journey as to what it is that I'm really, really good at. And it was only, again, about a year and a half ago where I put together that left side, right side brain thing that I've got going on that's really creative and that's really militant, <laughs> right? And it's, I've got these digital marketing side, I've got the coaching side, I've got the tech side, I've got the love side, I've got all of this stuff. And I just said, oh, why can't I just put them together? Like, who's going to give me permission? Why can't I just do that for myself? And again, when I did that, woof, business took off again. So this journey for me has always been about really understanding, accepting who I am, standing in that, and then going for it. And I get different levels of it all the time. And each time I hit a new income level, it was from that. And when I got to get to the next level, I got to do that again. I've got to become really vis visible, vulnerable, and I'll use the word authentic, but it's my authenticity is way different than most people's because <laughs> I'll tell the truth. <laughs> Do you okay. know what I mean? So I want to hear then what, what do you mean that you tell the truth and then what is authentic to you? Okay. So this is this, um, let me see if I can explain this because I'm just going through a lot of this myself, this growth. So mm -hmm. I have had a habit of jumping 
from course to course, coach to coach, course to court, like jump, 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 jump. And it was a very expensive um, journey. And I started to see the pattern a couple of years ago that I'd hit a wall in the program somewhere, somehow, either somebody upset me, uh-uh, right? That kind of attitude, or this isn't going to work for me or whatever story I was telling myself. So I would just disregard that. I've never talked to that person again. I like to run. I'm a runner. So I run away and I go do something else. And I, that next program would be something different. They'd be doing it a little bit different. I'd have to start all over again. And I would have the highest hopes. I would be their best student. I would just be the shining, like, I'm, like look, I'm five. I could just want all this accolades. And when they don't give it to me, I think they are disregarding me, that I'm not being seen. And I project my story onto them. That did not become clear to me until about three months ago when I could see the pattern again. And I said, I've got to do something really quickly to stop this from happening. Why do I always end up at it's their fault when I'm the common denominator in the situation? So great. That realization is perfect. Now, I don't know if you've got a voice that speaks to you like mine does, but it's not so kind. We all have it. It's, you can call it ego, id, dark passenger, pain body. There's lots of these words for it. And mine's a very strong one. It's very strong. And it starts to tell that story that I'm not valuable. I'm not seen. I'm being disregarded. So I project that onto them and I hit the road. So what do I mean by authenticity? I get on the phone with the coaches that I've disregarded and tell the truth. Okay. And I actually say, um, I've had to do it three or four times just in the last month. And then I do it with my husband. I do it with everyone. I get on and I own my crap. And that is a different level of authenticity. That is what will, um, it's very, very, it makes me very, very vulnerable. If people are passive aggressive, if they're not kind, they can easily use it against me, which is one of the reasons sometimes don't tell that kind of truth. Mm-hmm. but it is um that's what I do and I just the story I've been telling myself over and over and over again right so I'll just read the first line that I told these coaches and my coaches thank goodness I have the phone numbers and they, they call me back and I go into groups and say the same thing the story I've been telling myself has been that you are dismissive in uh, that you are dismissive of me when in fact I've realized that I've been projecting onto you that I've been dismissive of my own children 30 years ago. The impact of my story has been me struggling in my business, feeling unworthy and guilty and being triggered by coaches and jumping from coach to coach. So I end up not feeling seen and I don't feel important enough to pay attention to and I feel not good enough. Now here's the kicker. What's been the impact of my story on you? And I have to sit and listen. And what I'm doing is I'm calling myself out. Mm. When I call myself out, I'm going to stop the, the guilt and the shame and the fear of it because it perpetuates itself. And I automatically isolate when I do that behavior. So if we are got this voice that's talking to us, if we're trying to build a business, most of us isolate in some way or another. And I will isolate really, really well. Because I get so afraid, like I'm five years old again, and I'm back in that pain of, oh my goodness, nobody sees me, nobody recognizes me. 
Hmm. So that's a pattern that I've had. That's one pattern that I've had. I have others. So that's the level of authenticity that I'm talking about. And then I have to recommit. And by recommitting, I can't do the behavior again. But if I don't go out and talk about it, and if I don't recommit, I can get away with it for the next 20 years. And then all of a sudden, you're 50, 60, 70, and you're sitting there and you're wondering what happened and you're full of resentments, bitterness, and your health is in the toilet because you've lived in crap, right? So that's what I'm talking about, is that's how I've chosen to live my life, is with that level of honesty and integrity, and it's not normal. But I'm not normal. So that's what I do, is I, I go to my staff, and it's a daily thing getting on a call with somebody and saying, you know what, I have an ulterior motive here. I'm just going to call myself out on it. I wanted to sell you today, but you know what, I want, I recommit to just coming in and being of service to you. Like, can you tell a client, a potential client that when you get on the phone? Well, I'll do it. that's different. But it's, if you really, like, it's really, really deep, but if you really get it, there is a, a there's no, see, okay. I've got this sticker. It's called, I've got live in possibility. Yes. Now, That's your tagline. Yeah. Now I told you a little bit about my story before we got yes. here. And possibility was never a word that ever entered my life ever. It was never, it was survival. And if it was going to be, it was going to be up to me. And I was a fighter and I was also exhausted. And the possibilities open up when I no longer have to feel fear, shame, guilt and remorse because there's nobody looking over my sh I don't have to look over my shoulder I don't have to sit on a call and feel guilt because I really want to sell this person the possibilities of that really start to open up and that's the difference is it's a difference between what's going on in my head and what life is really all about and that that the universe is abundant if I would just stop blocking it with my ego, with my voice in my head, with all of that crap, if I can quiet that down and really get to the soul of a situation because I want to be of service, I really want to make a difference, that I have to get rid of the crap. Okay, so I want to tie it in because you talk about mindset, okay? Uh -huh. And in everything, it's all about mindset that you talk about. Yes. Now, you also talk about money at the very beginning right Absolutely. like every every time you're gonna go up a level it's yes. a struggle okay do you agree or disagree with this statement okay. mindset money mindset impacts profitability and tell me why oh my god yes <laughs> yes 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 okay and the word in that sentence that i loved was profitability <laughs> So, you know the stories of people that have won the lottery, right? And five years later, they're way worse off in drug habits and like all the stuff that you, that you hear about. I had to really start, money's been a huge topic for me, still is, and something I'm working towards all the time. But nowhere in my first, the first part of my journey did I ever think about profit, what I couldn't profit off the backs of other people, like all of these things that you hear out there, right? I've got to give it away. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to charge you up, but I'm going to just give most of it away, you know, or I'm going to start a charity or, you know, all of that sort of stuff. So I started there. Um, businesses for money. And, you know, I, I, I 
<laughs> this is an interesting topic because I might I might offend some people. So that's 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 great. Um, <laughs> I love it when people offend me because it's just projection. So because really it's all neutral, right? It's just your emotions inside yourself. So I love it when people trigger me because it gives me an opportunity to look at myself, right? The oh, this is so this is so exciting. People that say that they don't want to make money, in my opinion, it's apathy. There's, it's a lot of work sitting where I am right now to go from 20, 30K a month to 50, 60, 100K a month. It's a huge jump. What has to happen with people, systems, and, and tools is incredible. But that's not it. It's me. What is it that I need to do to level up? And that's the word I'm using in my team right now. Who's going to level up? Are we going to level up? Let's level up. Like I'm leveling up. Are you coming? Like we're going to go. And it's based on impact now, because as I mentioned at 20K, what you don't really need more than that until you get to the service side of it. And it's like, if money isn't important, it's kind of like what I say about God. God either is or he isn't. Pick one and live your life accordingly. Don't straddle back and forth to try to manipulate, you know, the system. And I believe it's the same with money. Money either is important or it's not. And if it's not, go live on the street. But don't tell me that 40K or 60K is okay, but 3.5 million a year isn't is hypocritical. Because that, that's just, it's just apathy. It, it, you know, and, and then we get into talking about things like Mother Teresa and all of these other things, you know, she lived a great life. I don't think people understood the PR budget that was behind that lady and just how important who she was to the Catholic Church and how much money she actually made that, that organization. You see, there's not a lot of education in the truth out there about what really goes on with money. There's billions right now flying through the air in this room that's being traded everywhere, all over. It's just, it's here. It's a matter of, do I feel worthy enough to have some of that for myself and then some profit so that I could maybe have the safety and security that I'm here to provide for myself. I'm not going to end up at 65 and not be able to retire because I got, I'm worried about somebody else's money, what they think about money or what I, like, it just doesn't line for me anymore. Money is everything and mindset is everything. It, it has to be in business. We're in business. If not, that's great. But don't come to me and say money's not important and then live on a hundred grand a year. Like, don't, don't tell me that. That doesn't work. That doesn't line up for me. So that's my thinking around it. But you need to be profitable. If you're not profitable, you've built yourself one hell of a job and it's going to take you out. Why? Why would we get to this age and want that for ourselves? You know, because I, I talk a lot to women in this age group. So that's the thing is, it's about, like, I used to joke that I couldn't even, I couldn't afford or thought I couldn't afford socks for myself. I had to buy them for everyone else. What? I know, you look at that, if it was my best friend saying that, like, it wouldn't make any sense. But I had that mindset that it just wasn't worthy. And huh. profit, huge piece of that. Huge. It's probably the biggest piece of that is can I come out at the end of the year with some money, at the end of the month with paying myself first, never mind any profit. So it's everything in business. And if I was playing business before, I wasn't in business. That's a good one. Because you know what? Like, I, 
I always say, and then I always believe that if you have a business, it's a business. It's not a hobby. If you do not make profit, that means it's a hobby. You're not doing it. I mean, we all have family. We have goals. You know, maybe you don't want $3.5 million. You don't want a million dollars, but everybody has their own values. And then what is important is to align your money mindset with the value that you want to bring into the world. That's what I believe. Yes. And then what about 10 years from now, 15 years from now, would we like to stop working? Exactly. We're going to need to make a certain amount of money. Yes. Because like me, I don't have enough saved any to retire. So if I need a million dollars, try making that and saving that in, in 10 years. What's that going to take? Like the numbers, the numbers don't lie. And if we're going to keep our head in the sand around it. Bingo. Not many people say that because they forget. They're looking at the top line instead of looking at the bottom, the profit. That the revenue can go up there to a million. It doesn't mean you make a profit of a million dollars. Bingo, bingo, bingo. I love that. Very true. Yeah, or there's a Walmart greeter vest, you know, with your name on it. Pick one. Yeah. And I just chose to put me first for a change. Okay. So I want to tell, I want you to share a little bit about your mastermind. Tell me what is this mastermind all about? It's a 20 weeks program, right? It takes two years to build a business. And that's first, the first myth out there is I just need an Instagram course and I've got this. And that's what I was doing. And I bought course after course after course, coach after coach. And I had, didn't have the foundation of who I was, what I stood for, what were my values, and how did I want to live my life? Because you touched on it. Values are so important. Living my life, my business is everything when you're self-employed or when you have a business. It'll take over every area of your life. So I want to evaluate that first because you'll get into a business that you hate. Or it won't take off because it's not fitting with your values. And it, the procrastination, all of this stuff that goes around it is because it's not in accordance with values. Something's going to hit. So that's the very first thing that we have to take a look at. And it's uh, 90% of it's mindset. And then it's all about the tools. all Everything that I've got, but the mindset comes first. And the biggest piece between what I do and what other courses do is that you get me all the way through. So you can't do this alone. That is a myth. Support, accountability, and community are everything. Transformation cannot happen outside of a community. You've tried it. If I've tried it sitting in my living room, there is no transformation. Unless you get hit by lightning, right? We've all had those spiritual awakenings, but the most, of, most of the time, they're a progression over time. And you need someone to stand and tell you the truth. You need someone who can point out and give you those signposts and go, this or this, like, this is what I'm seeing. I don't make decisions for people. I don't tell people what to do. That is not what women in our age group need. We need someone to say, I don't know, what do you think? Because we've never asked ourselves that. Nobody's ever asked us, I don't know, what do you think is going to work for you? And they say, I don't know. I go, well, if you didn't know, what would that be? Or if they say, I don't know again, I say, well, okay, so you don't want to look at that right now. No problem. I'm not going to buy into that story for you. Let me ask you that again. And then we'll get somewhere. But normally we sit in that I don't know. And I feel I'm in the business of saving lives. So this business stuff is just a way to get where you need to go, to buy the socks, to take vacation, so that if you need a cab home, you don't end up 
in a dip somewhere because you're not safe. Like this is what we're talking about. And then you've got a mission. Nobody gets to 40 and doesn't have a hell of a set of skills, right? That we can monetize. And everyone I started, I needed $500 more a month. So you get into a course and you got three questions. You can't get the questions answered because you can't reach the guru. So what do you do? Abandon it and go to the next one. Or you do what I did and project or transfer my crap on someone else because you can't see it. You can't see it alone. So this program is five months because we're going to spend the first couple of months getting you right. Then I'm going to show you how to go get clients. I'm going to show you how to put the right offer together. I'm going to show you how to get it out there. I'm going to show you everything that I know. And it's not you do this because this, no, here's the whole bucket. Which pieces fit you? Because I've tried them all. And I know which one works for me. So we grab the, you know, your own little pieces and put them in your bucket and off you go. Then I teach you how to also, if you want to learn copywriting yourself, or if you want to learn copywriting to, for your clients, I've got copywriting traffic, like any kind of traffic, funnels, design, tech. We've got a call a week on every day of the week where you come in and you get on with them. You got a copywriting question about your headline, you don't know, here's the copywriter. Get on Zoom call. And it's live. And then the, every Thursday you get on with me and I just kick ass. I like you to kick ass. On, you have to turn your camera on. There's no hiding. You don't come in if you don't want to be visible. We are here. This is this is about whoo. And and you just level up. And nobody will hold us to account. So I will hold you to account. That's what I do so well. Truth is everything to me. I can't live in anything but the truth. And I won't allow anyone around me to. So I'm not comfortable to be around sometimes. But boy, oh boy, can you trust me? Because I won't steer you wrong. How many people are you going to accept in this program? Is there a limit? Yes, 10 a month. 10 I can't, a month. I can't, we can't do 100 people on a call. You can't get the questions answered. Perfect. So we'll be running about 50 through the cycle each time. Not everyone gets on the same calls, etc. right? But it's a real community. And then the other part of it is you come in to the group. And if you've got a question, there's somebody in there that can answer it. Because what happens when you're fairly new or even still today, I get into a situation, I don't know how to handle it. I'm like, I've never seen that before. So it will stop us from going and getting clients. So I want to just anything that will knock you out at the knees, I want to take care of it. Accountability and support and community is everything at the stage and it's everything in business. And I didn't learn it until I got in the big masterminds and they're telling me that they're talking to their coaches three and four times a day. I was like, what? What? What do you mean? Why? Why? You're making millions. Why do you need to talk to anyone? And it was then and only then did I realize that I was doing myself such a disservice thinking I had to figure it out because I'm not able to get where I need to go with this thinking. I needed, you know, simplest, that simple thing was so powerful for me to see how much they spent with coaches and in masterminds and in community with their people to, to keep themselves leveled up. And it changed the game for me. I mean, re-masterminds just for shits and giggles. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I have a lot of questions. (laughs) (laughs) So Pamela, my last question to you, which is, I think you probably already answered, but I want you to summarize this. Okay. As a successful six figures entrepreneurs, okay. What would be your three best advice for a new entrepreneurs? 
to begin with? What would I have done differently if I could? Although the journey's been fabulous. I would have understood who I was, what I was here to offer, and would have allowed myself to make that plan from the beginning. Because I've had to, I got out here and I've had to come back a number of times because I, I had structured things or was on a different path. So I would have had, I don't think I could have gotten there without the experiences, but if I would have had someone standing beside me that could whisper in my ear, the simplest thing that a coach said to me one time when I would get in a group of a mastermind of people and I would I'd get so overwhelmed, I'd start crying. And I thought, oh, that's that crazy part of me again. There's something wrong. I can't talk about that. That's not, that's, that's weird. That's, but I had the courage to just say, oh my God, I don't understand what's happening now. What I'm confused. And the coach came back to me and she says, Pamela, that's only because you are so intelligent and you are so intuitive and feel so much that this information is going to overwhelm you. I want you to stick with the thing, these three things. I was like, what, what? It's, I almost still cry. It's because I'm smart. I've never heard that before. I've heard you're crazy. I've heard, you know, that's ridiculous because they didn't have the same strengths and gifts and talents that I had. So getting somebody like that beside me could have shortened that, shortened that and would have definitely circumvented some of the psychological turmoil that I sat in. So that's the first thing. Yeah. Second thing, I would have hired people quicker. Huh. Okay. Once I knew exactly where I was going, I would have hired them quicker, especially in the financial side mm. and the right person because I got somebody and it, she didn't do it right. And we've had to go back. So that's another thing is always the financial side. And, and then what else would I have done? I think what I'm doing, which is the most incredibly painful run at, the story mindset stuff that I've been working on, most people in their lives will never look at it. Most people will not even understand what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. And most people are too afraid to go to that level of truth in their lives. It's very difficult to walk up to my husband and tell him some of the things, some of the behaviors that I've had, you know, he's a saver. I'm not. Mm -hmm. And I had to go up to him and go, I, I totally disregarded who you were. I, thought that if I treated you a certain way for so long, because I'm unlovable, that's what I think, that you'll just eventually go. So let's make that happen faster. Like, how do you tell that level of truth to someone? And then the next day, not behave differently. So then I don't have to worry every day coming in around shame and guilt of something I've done. Doesn't come into this room. So I would continue to do that work, but I probably would have done it sooner. But then I don't, I couldn't have, because I know I pushed myself so hard, but as a new person, I would deal with the headspace faster. First of all, just knowing I had that voice wasn't me. That voice that you hear, mine was very strong. I didn't know it wasn't me. I understand now it's just a voice and I can work with them, her, whoever it is on the date. She's got, she's got personas, right? <laughs> but she's personalities. Oh, she does. She's crazy, right? Like, she's just like, what? It's <laughs> like, okay, thank you. And I'm just going to keep going because I got things to do, right? So, but a lot of people don't know how to deal with that voice. So when I talk to midlife women, they don't know. Some don't know that that voice is not them. And then they don't know that they have something 
safe other than that, right? Like, so those would be the, the things. Yeah. Make sure you know who you are. Make sure you get the help you need and keep working on yourself because every time you're going to keep leveling up and you're going to get the wrong people, the wrong clients, and things are going to come if your mindset's not right and you're going to make this harder. It's going to be harder. Pamela, where can we find you? Oh, fiercefreelancers.com would work. <laughs> it's uh, fierce is the word. And freelancers is it fit, not fit. I like the F word. Finish. <laughs> Fine. The other F word. Like there's lots of F words, right? So uh, freedom is the big one for me. Um, but it's really about people who are really working for themselves. You've got a skill mm. of talent. You want to make some money. And then you want to build an agency. We can do that too. Perfect. I will put out all the link. I think you are awesome. And I think you are an inspiration. Thank you for being here. I really hope everybody enjoyed this interview as much as I do. I